listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he Day one of Magic Round, done and dusted. We're going to recap Magic Round every single day. This is Footy Talk, the listener podcast. Friday night after two games and two great starts we've seen. James Graham and Dobbo with you for the Footy Talk podcast. Let's start with your team and my favourite team in the world, the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs, up against Canberra. Canberra shot out early, scored within... Uh, Best out of the game. First out of the game. Yeah. But it ended up being 34 points to 30. And I I understand how everybody will say, well, Canberra have now won three in a row and they had the bye and they're doing well. But I saw some really good signs, James Graham, from Canterbury. Yes, there were some mistakes, but they showed some serious resilience and they are going to be a good football team. It's early doors, I get that. But it was a good game of football. Yeah, it, it was, and it, and it turned out to be a, a you know a real close contest in the end. But you know, from a Bulldogs perspective, you just think, wow, if you just like a couple of those moments back. So there was the Timoko try off a yeah. scrum, and obviously Rapana scoring on the very first set of the game. They just allowed the Raiders forwards Corey Horsburgh like just leg drive, leg drive, leg drive, and people just standing there watching. You know, to concede that many meters on the first kickoff of the game that's a concern then a couple of one-on-one strips Canberra we know are going to do it I think uh, it was Ray Fatalamarana got picked his pocket picked from um, yeah Hudson Young who was great Very again good. but yeah there's a, a couple of those moments that they they'd really like that back the Bulldogs but they showed plenty of fight and you know that they, they had you know really low possession count to, certainly to start the game and, and to go in at half time 22-18 like they, they were in the fight, but unfortunately, they just give themselves too much to do. Corey Horsburgh is an interesting... You talked about him. He was outstanding again. Queenslander from Caboolture. He, he's, he's origin ready, James, but I don't think he'll make the origin squad. And, and he might make the extended squad, but I don't think he's in the 17, just from sheer weight of numbers. You're a middle forward. You love the rough stuff. What do you see in him? Look, he's the true competitor, isn't he? So look at his numbers from last night. 30 tackles, uh, 17 runs for 180 metres. You know, lots of leg drive, very competitive, gets under your skin, but, you know, he, he likely is ready for origin. But, you know, when you've, when you've got a guy who plays 13 that um, won the man of the series last season and he's playing so well for the Brisbane Broncos, just how does he get yeah, in? Unfortunately, right. Corey Horsburgh... You know, he, he's playing you know, in an era where you know, we're, we're spoilt for choice for top quality um, loose lock forwards. Yeah, you're dead right. And uh, and that's the interesting part of it. The, the Bulldogs go back and they go back to the drawing board in some ways. Have they got their halves? Like the halves seem to me at the moment what they're doing. I, I know Josh Reynolds is a competitor, but is it time to say pull the trigger on, on Carl Olapal just and start him? As their six. Well, look, you, you, you've got to be very careful with with youth development, Dobbo. You know, and yeah. and, the, and the team there, and uh, the backroom staff, they all know what they're doing. And you know, you, you it, it might seem like that might be. The, no, I'm the, asking the you. I don't know. But, I, I, look, I, I I trust the staff to manage that kid's development. 
Yeah, and that's that, that's what I do, and you and you've got to, and you know we we have to exercise patience, and I know that's difficult for 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 some Bulldogs fans to face because we we know about his potential, and we know about the excitement we see him, you know, absolutely carve up reserve grade or, or the New South Wales Cup, so there is that sense of excitement, but let's just gradually feed him in because do you right, we're only in round ten, yeah, do you want to blow him out? No, not at the moment. like not at the moment. If this is about you know him being. Potentially, with Matt Burton, the Bulldogs halves pairing for the next five, six, seven, eight years. That's that's what they'd have in mind and what a pairing that can be. But what you don't want to do is jeopardise that by short-term thinking from a season in 2003. Yeah, you're dead right. And that's the thing that you don't want to. It's, it's sort of risk and reward. Canberra go away. They've won another one. So 34 points to 30 uh, and a good win. Ricky Stewart will be happy. He will, but you know what, mate? He'll be concerned about the the number of tries his team are letting in. So even last week against the Dolphins, yeah. conceding 30 points. This week against the Bulldogs again, conceding 30 points. Yeah. Like I, I know the game is fast and, and pretty open here in the first game at, at Suncorp in, in pretty perfect conditions, but those two, um, those two uh, numbers will be concerning for him. The second game... We heard at 5.20 a text message came from the head of communications at the Broncos that Kevin Walters had ruled himself out. He wasn't going to be there. The coach was on his flu-ridden. And then, like, rising from the ashes, the coach makes his way on his own bat, doesn't go on the team bus. He lobs up here. I walk in and say, what are you doing? He said, I'm never missing it. Manly, coached by Anthony Seabolt. The history around that, he was the former Broncos coach that was sacked there. He's had an unhappy past in Brisbane. And then Brisbane come out after a bad loss last week to South Sydney, but they get some of their cavalry back and they they play a style of football that we're used to seeing. Up yeah. 20 nil at halftime. They win 32 points to six. Let's unpack that performance. It, you know, in the call you said it was more about their defence. Is that what really, really made you up and about about Brisbane and what they did in that game. Yeah, especially in the second half because the first half, let's be honest, you know, I think um, Emma Lawrence came to us and, and spoke about the reports at half time in the dressing rooms and Coach Anthony Seabold basically said, you know, that the Manly Seagulls first half performance her first half performance wasn't up to first grade standard. And I think they were the, the completion was at 50%. They completed seven from 14 and you go, well, that's just not good enough. No. And they, you know, both teams started a little shaky. Reese Walsh with a couple of errors, just eyes off the football, and Brisbane shocked themselves. And they were at 90% in the half time. They woke up and they were quick to act. Yeah. And then what, what happened in that game was just um, Brisbane won the energy battle, which allowed Ricky to kick chase and put the pressure on Tom Tabrovic, where Reese Walsh was catching with no one in front of him. Yeah, that, that 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 was the, that was the big noticeable difference. But Brisbane's scramble, their attitude to defence on try line for most of that second half was absolutely first class. They they clocked off a little bit with Tommy Tabrovich, four people on him, just finds an offload. Geez, didn't he look in? Uh, Is he injured? Uh, and, and, and we know we have yeah. a joke. Well, it, 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 he's not a hundred percent, but well, I, I I don't know, Mate, Pat, No one we, knows. Well, 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 that's it. We could look at it from two points of view. Is he injured? Maybe. Or are we, have we just got unrealistic expectations from the Tom Tabojevic of three or four years ago when he was the best player in the competition by a country mile? Like, Dalian medal yeah, winner. Dalian yeah. medal winner. Like, dominating origin. 
Like, are we just expecting to see that each and every week? Like, is that realistic? I don't know. I don't know perhaps, the answer to that, but that could he, be that could be yeah, that could perhaps, be it. Perhaps he, he is fully fit, but he just we have an unrealistic he, expectation he, he just, of him. He just can't play at that level anymore. That's the thing. And, and look, let's look at Manley's performance in that first half. No one's playing. No one can play well in that team. No, not in that first half. And then you look and you go, okay, well, what about the Cobo? The, the the last try he throws the intercept, and you know, you could argue he gave up on that chase. Well. If there's a slight oh, that chance. happens every week. That happens every you know, week. Like, I mean, they, when they get away, they, they're not, they don't run. The only time I've seen anybody run is Tom Gilbert in that chase yeah. for the Dolphins. But every I, every single week and every single game, if there's that, we see that. So let's not yeah, judge uh, it uh, on uh, that. Uh, and, all right, let, you know, people might say, okay, well, well I want to see Tommy Tabrovic sprint back and try get Cobbo because that could happen in origin. Well, you know what you don't want to see him do? Grab a hamstring. In that situation, be like, what, what was he thinking? Why did he put himself under that high-speed load? Yeah. So, yeah, look, is Tom Tavoyevich injured? I'm not sure. He Look, look what, what I can tell you about Tommy is he's not playing at the same level that we've become accustomed to. Yeah, what, what, I, what I can tell you about Tommy Tavoyevich is he's not playing at the same level that he was a couple of years ago. So, we packed that up, Manly... They've got some worries. There's no two ways about it. They lost Their attack is very clunky at the moment. That, too many errors, yeah. Ben. Too many errors. Um, that's going to... You know, they, they, I think uh, Josh Aloai had three, maybe four errors. Three in the first half, definitely. Um, whether or not he tried to play that Jake Tabrovich role at lock forward. Or, yeah. Which, you know, and, he, and he's thinking... I think there was one of those occasions he, he's looked first. So he's not thinking run. He's thinking, I've got to get in and be Jake and, and throw the ball out the back. So um, perhaps that was an issue for him. I'm not sure. But Manly, look, they, they, they can't... You can't expect to be anywhere near a game of football if you're going to complete at 50%. <laughs> Some big games on Saturday at Magic Ground. The Warriors take on the Panthers at 3 p.m. Um, who's your tip in that one, mate? Um, I reckon Panthers in a close one. I, I, I tend to agree with you. I really do. I, tend I think to agree. I think there won't be more than a try in that. The next one is pretty significant. It's the Dolphins taking on the Cronulla, but I, I want to quickly talk about. Wayne Bennett's 900th straight game. It is insane. It's you've you've insane. been coached at an international level by him. What makes him so special? Just gets people. Yep. He understands people and group dynamics. And that's the biggest thing so that, far. That, you know, it, it, there'll be a lot, of, well, there should be a lot of emotion. Uh, one of those players that will be driving that is, is, is club captain Jesse Bromwich, but unfortunately I believe he's ruled out yeah. with a hamstring injury. So yep. down on troops... Uh, I think, I think down on troops, you know, yeah, it'll be a battle. I, I, I think, you know, the, the, the Sharks are in great touch. They demolished the Cowboys yeah. last week, demolished them. Um, I'm expecting a, a, a comfortable victory. But that said, you know, Wayne can just sprinkle his magic on things, can't he? And the battle that everybody's looking for, the 7.45 game, uh, the Rabbitohs taking on the Storm. What a oh, clash that's going to be. What's your tip there? Man, I'm so pumped for this game. Yeah. Like, Souths are in magnificent form, but they just can't... Melbourne just have the wood over them. And I don't know, I just... I, I, I'm going to go Melbourne. You're going to take Melbourne? Oh, 
I uh, tend to agree with you. I think Melbourne might do it. I think South's a favourite, sir, going yeah. into that game I was reading today, so, yeah. Well, that's it from us here, uh, Footy Talk. Day one of Magic Round done and dusted. This is Footy Talk, a listener podcast. We're going to unpack that first game, the Doggies, beaten by Canberra. Yeah, it was a close one, Dobbo. And after that, we're going to be talking all things Brisbane's demolition job on the Manly Sea Eagles. This is Footy Talk, a listener podcast. Jimmy Graham and Dobbo recapping day one of Magic Round. <laughs> 